Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for coming and tuning in to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And it is a snowy day if you live in uh, maybe the Matsu or Anchorage or the Kenai Peninsula over the last week. We've gotten a lot of snow. We just had a borough election. If you live in the Kenai Peninsula borough, it looks like Senator, former Senator Peter Machiki has won. So congratulations to him. He has defeated Linda Hutchings, which has, she's ran, I don't know, four times for Borough Mayor and has lost each time. And so Peter Machiki, I think, is going to squeak away with 50% plus one. We'll know when the absentee ballots have been counted, but it looks good as of now. So congratulations to Senator Machiki. But without further ado, we have a very special guest, the mayor of the Matsu Borough, Mayor Edna DeVries. She has been a city of uh, Palmer council member, a city of Palmer mayor for over five years. She is the former Matsu Borough assembly member, former Matsu Borough mayor, former Alaska state senator. And she has now uh, come back and is the Matsu Borough mayor once more. So without further ado, welcome to the Must Read Alaska show, Mayor. Well, thank you for asking me to come. It's always a joy to talk to you and to tell people what great things are going on in the Matsu Borough. Well, I'm very excited to chat with you, and I really appreciate you coming on. Our, our watchers, sure. our viewers, our readers really enjoy you and what you're doing in the Matsu Borough. So tell us a little bit about maybe last year, what some of the exciting things that you were able to accomplish or get started last year. I think you know, oftentimes when we have government jobs, we sometimes live in our bubble and don't realize that people haven't heard about all the cool things that are going on. So what are some of those things last year that you were excited that you either started or got accomplished? Well, uh, first, maybe I'll tell you about uh, what happened after about six weeks into office. We had a windstorm in the valley that was unbelievable force. Some people were without electricity for a week. And uh, so we had some challenges. We had to declare an emergency right off the bat. So I guess I came in with a bang. Uh, <laughs> I don't Literally. necessarily want to claim that. And uh, then we had some snowstorms and stuff. But um, we have a really great team administratively and on the assembly in the Matsu borough. And so my coming in, <clears throat> excuse me, and my coming in was is really pretty easy uh, because uh, the assembly and the administration for the borough uh, closely aligned with my views and and my policies. And uh, the one thing I think I tried to do, and which I do do, is I have a couple of blogs. Um, almost every other week because one blog is a pre-assembly meeting blog and then the other blog is uh, after the assembly meeting. Just trying to create more involvement in our government and uh, trying to be sure that we get away from, uh, well, I don't know what they're doing over there. That, uh, but And so both of those blogs Blogs are um, not very political. They're more just in facts. Okay, the assembly met, they did this, 
the assembly is going to meet and they're going to consider these kind of things. So um, those are the kinds of things that we tried to, we're trying to do. And I think we are accomplishing some of those things. Uh, one of the other things is um, the mayor and the Matsu borough is a person that appoints and selects people for boards and commissions. And then the assembly confirms those appointments. And including our fire service areas and our road service areas, we have 53 different boards and commissions. Wow. And they range from planning to agriculture, to animals, to historical preservation. Uh, of course, road, road service areas for outside of the cities, uh, fire service areas throughout the borough, uh, the library board, of course, I don't know, it's not a hot topic here in the Valley right now, but it might be some time. So if somebody was so, interested in possibly serving on one of those boards, did they just find that information on your website? Where do they go to? Um, on the borough website at the very uh, top um, where it says government, and then over to the right, about three-fourths of the way over, it will list some of the boards, and then it'll have the click down for all boards. And so they can click on there. They can see what all the boards and commissions that the borough has. Uh, there are two selections there. One is for the directory of the people that are currently serving, and the other one is for details. So in the details, it will tell okay, this board is required by code to re meet every month uh, or four times a year, something like that. And also on that drop down is what we call a vacancy report. So that will show which ones of the boards and commissions we're still lacking. And it'll say, say five members, one vacancy. So people can then click on that. Uh, of course they can, uh, then there's an application that they can fill that out and we'll go to the clerk's office or, you know, they can give me a call or send me an email. Um, on my office phone, my office phone automatically rings on my cell phone. I have it forwarded all the time. So um, it's pretty easy to get a hold of me and uh, I can talk to you about some of those things. So, so we've been busy uh, just trying to get people that um, maybe have been too much of a armchair quarterback regarding mm -hmm. government in the Matsu borough in the past and getting them involved so they can see that, you know, okay, changing this or that isn't something that somebody just snaps their fingers. We try to get as much public input as we possibly can. And of course, all of our meetings are uh, agenda-wise, publicized. We have a very active website. Uh, we have a Facebook page for the borough. So uh, those are some of the things we've been working on uh, this last year. And right now, of course, we've had unusual amount of snow. So we're discovering uh, where some of our weak links are outside of the three cities, which is a city of Houston, city of Wasilla and city of Palmer. Um, we have what we call road service areas. Now the borough does not do uh, the actual plowing of the streets and the plowing of those roads, but we have contractors that have bid on certain sections. And so we have several road service areas and uh, 
So we're finding some weaknesses, maybe in our contract, maybe in the enforcement of the contract. Um, and uh, we're finding out also that um, we have, I think, um, unusual number and which we're happy about uh, of elderly and disabled people trying to stay in their homes longer so they, you know, so that they have just a better lifestyle. And, but then when, you know, we get two feet of snow and their driveway plugs up, okay. um, that's, you know, not a very pleasant experience for them. So uh, we're finding out that uh, we're working uh, with the health of the Matsu family, or I'm sorry, excuse me, Matsu um, Health Foundation. Um, they are connect, they have a connect Matsu. And so they have uh, services available. They've even assisted in helping some of our senior citizens and disabled uh, people to be able to have funds to be able to get their driveways plowed and stuff. So, uh, the, you know, as always, when government, you you know, when you do have some challenges, you find out the weaknesses yep. and also you find out the things that you're doing good. And so, as you know, the um, emphasis is trying to be sure we have less finding out things that we're challenged <laughs> with and we're not doing good and more on. Well, OK. All right. Well, we made that through. And, and so but. Well, one of the things I wanted to give you a, a kudos on, which um, if you if people are listening to this episode and you are an elected official, whether you're a city council or assembly or state senator or or house of represent state house, or if you know somebody who's an elected official, you need to copy the mayor's formula for communication because she is one of the only elected officials in the state of Alaska who is really using Facebook Live as a communication tool. I just went back and looked at your videos, face, uh, Mayor, for your official borough page. And like literally every week, you're giving a Facebook Live update. And I just think that that is so beneficial. A lot of public officials and elected officials talk about using Facebook and they wanna use Facebook and they use it once or twice. You guys are using it week in and week out to give just the everyday mm -hmm. folks who are on their phones, whether we like it or not, they're always on Facebook. You're meeting them where they're at and, and giving them an update as opposed to what, what I think what most Alaskans are used to their public officials making them do is show up to a borough building or show up to a city hall building or show up to mm -hmm. the state capitol, which you and I both know just people don't have time for that. They got their stay-at-home yeah. dads or yeah. their soccer moms and they got two jobs and they got three jobs and they're running around yeah. with sports. And and so kudos to you for doing right. utilizing Facebook Live. I really, really hope that folks listening here, if you are an elected official, just go look at what the mayor does and copy it. So awesome work, mayor. My next question to you is this. You just recently did a trip to Juneau. Tell me about mm -hmm. the trip. Was it fruitful? What are some of the things that um, that you went there, you know, hoping to talk to folks about? Uh, give us the rundown on your trip. Thank you. Yeah, I do think um, that the borough now does have a lobbyist. Uh, and uh, and so we met with him. He had set up some meetings for us. And 
And because of my history in the Capitol, um, there were people outside of our, just our delegation. And as you know, in the Matsu Borough, we do, we have six House members and three senators. So uh, just meeting with all of them. <laughs> but just to remind them, we did have a meeting uh, with all of them uh, the first part of January before they went down. We presented our uh, capital requests and a couple of just laws that we were looking at that we thought probably could be critiqued that would be better uh, assisting us in our uh, development in the Matsu borough. So we met with them and then uh, our lobbyist has been the former speaker of the house. And so he has many years of experience there. And uh, so I reconnected with some people at a I had served with um, over the years. And uh, so I think it was fruitful. Um, the other thing is um, one of the things when I was in the Senate before um, that we had started was a prayer meeting in, in the Capitol. And uh, we were able to attend that um, uh, also on Thursday nice. morning. And so that was a that was a real uh, blessing to be able to do that. And uh, without betraying any confidence, mm -hmm. I, I will tell you that I think your listeners would be surprised at the mix that was there. And that certainly made my heart feel good uh, because uh, it's a place where politics are left at the door. And we're all realizing just how much we need prayer and cooperation uh, to be able to fix the challenges that we're facing, not only in Alaska, but in the whole world. So that's awesome. So that, that was good. And yeah. And we didn't come home with any blank checks or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> we did get a chance to talk to the governor. We one of our uh, top priorities uh, is the Kinnick Arm Crossing. I know that project has been dormant and maybe even mothballed almost to the point in the last few years. But um, right now, with only one way in and one way out from Anchorage to the valley and to the, you know, quote, almost to the rest of the part, uh, not sliding the Kenai area now, but <laughs> almost to the rest of the part of the uh, of Alaska, you know, Fairbanks and et cetera. And uh, numerous times over this last year, as well as over the last few years, um, that road has been in part either by accidents or bridges, you know, somebody hitting the abutment of the bridge, et cetera. And so just uh, for a number of reasons, we feel like it's time to look at that. So, so we're looking at that and we're generating some support uh, we have gotten some support from uh, the mayor in Fairbanks and so uh, as well as, of course, in the valley. Nice. So uh, we were able to chat with the governor about that, and that was very worthwhile. So um, I don't feel that it's my place or, or needful for me to be there very much. Uh, and I think uh, probably the borough manager will maybe go down uh, again, sometime in March, and I am debating about whether I need to go down again. Um, but I think it's always beneficial just to remind them, okay, <laughs> we are all on the same page here. You're representing, you're, I'm re representing everybody that you represent. 
but also, you know, don't forget that um, your constituents back home. So I like it. So, so I think it's good. Um, shifting gears for a second, I'd love to mm -hmm. chat with you about the, your school of government for folks that are listening on the podcast, Spotify or whatever. The mayor is not in her borough office, so don't freak out. We've, we've, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> we know we'll have those folks out there say something. So um, she's at her house. So let's shift gears for a second, Mayor. Tell us about the School of Government. It's a very um, unique thing in the state of Alaska. I think it's very popular, very well received from everybody that I've known that's been there has had nothing but good things to say about it. So tell us what it is for folks that have no idea what it is. And then um, maybe talk about how folks can get involved. Sure. Right. Well, um, as you mentioned at the very beginning, prior to being the mayor of the borough, I was mayor of uh, Palmer. And when the uh, COVID uh, restrictions were going on, uh, we had uh, some liberal members of the Palmer City Council that wanted to mandate masks both inside and outside all over the city of Palmer. And um, it wasn't a situation where it was going to be uh, something in code, you know, quote, law, code is, uh, is what the law is for municipalities. And um, and they had the, the business owner wasn't going to be allowed to call the police department and say, you know, I have, you know, a customer in here that refuses to have a mask on that the business owner was the one that was going to have to confront them. And so we just saw a lot of safety uh, challenges there that was defeated. But when we had 17 hours of public testimony, wow. either written or personal. Uh, and on that ordinance. And so when it was done, especially people that are like at least one generation below me, maybe even two generations below me, say, Edna, how could this happen? This is the United States. We have freedom, you know, of uh, expression and freedom of speech, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so, um, one of the Bible colleges um, that we're familiar with in Florida, our son-in-law was the dean of, and they had, of course, all of the studies you have in a Bible college. But their pastor had decided that he wanted people to get more active in government. So he started a school of government. So I reached out to my son-in-law and asked him. He provided me a list of their curriculum, the books they use, textbooks, that kind of stuff. And so we started it. It was two years old in January, so that's just last month. And uh, thank you. And uh, we uh, do texting service. That's the way we get the information out. We do have a School of Government Facebook page um, where we do uh, the recordings, the live recordings of uh, what we had. Um, just this last Monday night, we had Kelly Shabaka come and talk about preserving democracy. This is a new organization that she's working on, uh, educating people, not only, I think, in the state of Alaska, but all over the United States, because so many of the states are being challenged with uh, ranked choice voting, uh, either people trying to get it on their ballot or trying to get some of the cities too. So we had heard there, We uh, somebody counted, they said they thought there was a little bit over a hundred people. I suppose we will have, you know, a couple hundred, maybe even 
three or four hundred that will view it live uh, or not necessarily live. Sorry about that. Would be viewing it either live or viewing it later. Yep. And so it's been very, I think, very well accepted. We've had two classes on um, the United States Constitution. We've had two classes on the state constitution. We've had a class on how how do I run for office? How do I get involved? How do I put my toe in the water when I don't want to jump in and you know be overwhelmed and run for office? But and again, that fits into the boards and commissions. That's an opportunity. Uh, right now, we, our electric local electric company has has their um, elections open. Our state fair, which probably many of your viewers and listeners. Uh, 10. There's some openings there on the state board. So there's a lot of opportunities to get involved in the community. And that's basically our uh, our motto for the School of Government is um, to take and get people involved, educated first, involved, and then motivated. So you can be educated, but if you're not involved or you're not motivated to do something, whether it's write a letter attend a fundraiser, write a check for somebody, um, or even run for office for yourself. And so, um, as many of your listeners know, we do have an outstanding school board, uh, even though they're fan they are facing some challenges right now with the bus situation. But um, several of them came up. Uh, so we have some people both uh, on the city of Palmer and the city of Wasilla, uh, that attended the School of Government and hopefully it was a small part in getting them involved. Um, so that's that's pretty much what the School of Government is. We open uh, with the prayer and we open with the pledge and then we have our speaker, we have announcements from people and we close with prayer. And uh, there's no fees, there's no textbooks, uh, we do, of course, we can recommend books for people if they're thinking about, uh, you know, getting involved in some, you know, other way like running for office and things, campaign uh, material and stuff like that. So, uh, so for somebody yeah. out there that's that's trying to find a way to get involved, that's maybe felt like they don't have their own tribe or they're on an island by themselves or you know they don't know how to get involved. This would be a great. Um, step for somebody to get involved right. and to learn how to get involved in a positive, effective way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Nice. Right. And even though I do belong to a particular uh, party, uh, we have um, met, I, I think probably almost every political party, uh, even undeclared and, and nonpartisan people come regularly and, um, you know, they'll find somebody there that agrees with them, maybe two out of three times or maybe one out of five. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, we don't try We don't downplay anybody. And we uh, will allow the audience, uh, people that are there to ask questions of uh, the participants. And during the campaign, um, we took and uh, had all of the candidates, we invited all of the candidates, no matter what flavor they were, mm -hmm. you know, if it was going to be District 25, it was all of the candidates that were filed for District 25. And then we just allow, the only thing I ask people to be is respectful. Mm 
So if they're going to try to do a gotcha question, try to reword it so they're getting information and, um, you know, they're not trying to quote, get get somebody and, and try to play one-upmanship. But outside of that, we don't have many rules regarding just, uh, and it's, uh, we do have a section, uh, it, it hasn't been since Christmas as active as it was prior to that for homeschoolers. And so uh, we've had uh, some homeschoolers that attend. So I jokingly, but very seriously, tell everybody it is G-rated. And if somebody <laughs> had a couple of people <laughs> that uh, have used some colorful language and I have called them on it, and, and, but they do return and come back to the school the next time. So uh, they don't seem like that they get offended and, you know, say, oh, she has a bitty there. She thinks we're in the 50s, you know. So, but anyway, I just, because um, we need to raise up that generation too, those kids, six, seven. And that's one other thing that we do on the borough level. And I don't know if the other boroughs or not. Um, I, uh, it was, it's something that our borough clerk had started. And I was very happy to jump in with her this last year is that we have local schools uh, that plan a field day uh, to come to the borough assembly chambers and we put on a mock assembly meeting. Oh, that's cool. uh, so the, they, uh, we get, we uh, give them the challenge. You have a hundred thousand dollars to spend. Are you going to buy a fire truck or are you going to upgrade a, a park or a recreation or do you have some other kind of ideas? And so the teachers are excellent in helping. Um, so we uh, in the Valley, of course, they can have freedom of being able to attend any school. So if they are certain assembly persons that they live in that area, then we put them up on the diocese. And they are, you know, they are from District 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Uh, we even have somebody sit in that is the borough attorney, the borough clerk, the borough manager. And uh, then uh, we have the students come up and uh, they take and give, quote, public testimony right on the record. It's not recorded, but, you know, stand in front of the mic and say, okay, well, I think we need to spend it on the fire truck because, you know, we don't want anybody to die in a fire and et cetera, et cetera, like that. And we give them all an opportunity and then we take it to the assembly, the student assembly, and then they make a motion and then they vote. And uh, one of the highlights this last year was a young lady that volunteered uh, to be the borough attorney. And so I was talking to her afterwards and I said, are you interested in being an attorney? And she said, yeah. She said, that's what I want to do. So what we did was we made arrangements for the borough attorney to meet with her and talk with her, uh, you know, just, you know, not in depth, but just, uh, you know, okay, this is what I did. This is the qualifications I got, things like that. So um, those are some of the other areas that we're trying to reach out to, um, to get our community more, involved in every aspect of the life in the world. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you found a sweet spot there to be able to work with folks in your community and uh, accomplish a lot of stuff um, and really make an impact in kids' lives, which is oftentimes hard to figure out how to do so. Kudos to you for doing that. What do you think some of your 
secret formula is. I know that um, you probably don't think you have a secret formula, but um, <laughs> the because you're a very humble person. But you know, I I get to meet very few politicians who have uh, you know anybody that I know that knows you only has good things to say about you, and I think that that's a testament to um, you putting in a lot of hard work. And, you know, you've been the mayor of Palmer, you've been the borough mayor, you've been a state senator, you've been on the assembly, you've been on the city council. I'm sure you've been on ever <laughs> boards and commissions. <laughs> what do you think attributes your success uh, in still doing this and wanting to give back by doing things like the School of Government? Well, I, I have a very strong belief in, in the God and I believe in the power of prayer. And the thing that I try to encourage people to is to keep things to the issue. So you and I may disagree regarding, you know, whether the yellow line down the highway should be yellow or should it be chartreuse, right? And we could probably have a debate about that or something, you know, similar to that, that's not life and safety issues. Uh, and but then, you know, tomorrow we may be, you know, working diligently together on something else. And so if they can not get offended and they can keep it to the issues, I think um, that is. Uh, and the, I guess the other thing is sometimes when you are challenged by people, um, again, going back to my roots of my faith is that. Lord, I just say, Lord, help me see that person as you see that person, because I believe so everybody's created by God and God has a plan and a purpose. And that's one of the things we emphasize at the School of Government that everybody's not going to be the mayor, but yeah. what is the plan and purpose that God has for you? And then we can be that body fit together that we can accomplish uh, righteousness in government and health and safety for our people. I like it. What's one thing that you're excited about for the state of Alaska? Um, for the state of Alaska? Well, um, I just think we live in the grandest place. Uh, the uh, outstanding opportunities we have, whether it's resource development, whether it's uh, just the freedom to be able to live in Anchorage, if you want to, in a large city or, you know, live off of the grid off of, in Talkeetna mm -hmm. um, or, you know, live close to the water down in Sitka, that uh, the state of Alaska offers all of those kind of things. And uh, that, again, um, just people respecting each other and not condemning, okay, I've when I, I'll tell you, this is personal, but I, we, I was raised on farms and ranches in South Dakota and Montana. We did not have indoor plumbing until I was a junior in high school. Oh, geez. So when we, when we first came to Alaska, somebody said to uh, me and my first husband, uh, do you plan on homesteading? I said, I homesteaded for the first 16 years of my life. I don't need to homestead anymore. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm welcome to people that want to do that and want to have that experience, go for it. But 
And don't judge me because I like to have my shower in the morning and have, be able to flush the toilet. So That's awesome. Well, I want to uh, thank you, Mayor, for joining us here on the Must Read Alaska show. Our half an hour flew by extremely fast. Um, if you listen, watch, and read the Must Read Alaska show and you know an elected official or if you are an elected official, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to this episode and really take some notes on the mayor's recipe for success. She gets on Facebook Live every single week almost and gives updates. That is something that is so missed and it's such low-hanging fruit for elected officials just to get on your phone and to give updates. I want to encourage elected officials that are listening to do that on a regular basis. Get on your phone, computer once a week on your Facebook Live and give an update. So way to go, Mayor. You're doing some awesome things. You're working with uh, schools and doing those uh, mock assembly meetings. I think the work that you're doing is is very beneficial to your community, including the School of Government. If folks want to get involved in the School of Government, um, we'll put a link into the description and they can get sure. uh, check it out. And sure. uh, yeah. until, until next time, Mayor, I appreciate you coming on and you're welcome back anytime. I'm John Thank Quick you. from somewhere in Alaska. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.